0: Hey, everybody. So to start off this episode, I do just want to say that prayers go out to Mike Hart and his family with everything that happened on last Saturday's game. I have been hearing good news and glad to hear it, but do just pray for a speedy recovery and that everything will go well for him. After that note, it is indeed Penn State week. So this is going to be a top 10 matchup with number 10, Penn State, and number 5, Michigan. I told you guys Michigan was going to drop in the ranks even if they didn't lose a game, and it wound up happening. But Penn State is easily the most complete team that Michigan is going to be facing. First, the Wolverine defense was tested with Maryland, and then after that, the Wolverine offense got their test with that tough Iowa defense. And so now they find themselves hosting the Penn State Nittany Lions, who have both a good offense and a good defense. The game is at noon on Fox again, and yet again, a Big Ten noon kickoff is going to be there, and Michigan is currently a seven-point favorite. Everyone seems to keep looking at Penn State as some scary underdog to be really worried about, but I'm just not seeing it. Will they be a tough team? Sure, absolutely. They usually are. But I don't think the Wolverines are really going to have a problem with them come this Saturday. Why? This is why. Who has Penn State really beaten? Have you looked at it closely? Penn State only has one win against a team that has a winning record, and that's Purdue sitting at 4-2. and two. If you want to look at the combined record of the five teams they've played so far, it's 12-18. and 18. And of those 12 wins for the opponents that Penn State has played, here are some of their big wins. Nebraska, Bucknell, Mercer, San Jose State, FAU, Fordham, Akron, Indiana State, and FAU again. Outside of those wins, there were only three other wins by the teams that Penn State has faced. So Purdue is probably the best team that they faced off against so far sitting at 4 and 2 and Purdue's best win is an injured Minnesota. Penn State then also played a 3 and 3 Ohio. They played Akron and FAU. For what that's worth, another 3 and 3 team they faced was Auburn. Auburn's only credible win was against Missouri and that was a 3-point win. Then you come to CMU who only has one win on the season and that's against Bucknell and the other one-win team they played was Northwestern who is on a five game losing streak and only won their first game against Nebraska. Let's not just look at the surface of things, let's go ahead and dive deeper into it. The team that Penn State has played against that currently has the highest rated defense was Purdue at 28th overall. The highest rated offense that Penn State has faced off against was Ohio and they're currently ranked 35th. Penn State themselves are only ranked 38th for their total offense. So if we want to look at the next highest offense that the Penn State defense had to face off against, that was Purdue at 57, and this is out of 131 total teams, FYI. By the way, just for context, Michigan is 29th for total offense and fifth for total defense. If you want to do a comparison, the highest rated defense that Michigan has had to face off against was Iowa, who's ranked ninth. And then the highest rated offense was Maryland, who's ranked 26th. Both those categories rank well above the teams that Penn State has faced off against so far. I mean, I'm not the only one who's piecing this together, right? To be completely honest, Penn State does not appear to be a top 10 team to me. I know I kind of hate saying it because what's going to happen is that Michigan is most likely going to win, and then all of the media is going to jump on the bandwagon of, Penn State was never good anyways. But this time, it might be true. I'm not sure if Clifford's going to remember last year's game or not because he knocked around so much with seven sacks, but he might be seeing more of that again this year. Even though the Penn State offensive line has only given up just over an average of one sack per game, again, I say, who have they really played? And with a Michigan defense that's getting hot right now, I'd say watch out, Penn State, and you might want to duck and cover, Clifford. An interesting thing to note about the Penn State defense, though, is that they have yet to allow running back to get 100 yards this season. But once again, they probably haven't faced off against a running back who happens to be a Heisman contending player. That same Penn State defense has been allowing more passing yards than rushing yards, so it very well may come down to letting J.J. pass more And focusing more on the passing game first and foremost to then open things up for Quorum Because you know, and I know, that the first thing that Penn State's going to focus on is stopping Quorum. So hopefully this week the coaching staff will be prepared for it and have a game plan. Because the next thing that they're going to be focusing on is stopping J.J., But they cannot get to J.J. McCarthy before he's completing his passes, and he attacks in the passing game and opens things up for Corum, and then it'll probably be game over for Penn State at that point. Some interesting recent developments in the NFL that could have a play here in college football is that Matt Rule got fired as the Panthers' head coach, and it's been said that he has very close ties to people at Penn State. And so since Franklin has been on some thin ice in recent years and the possible end of the season still looming before them, if things happen to go wrong at all, it could leave the door open for things to change by the end of the season to push Franklin out and leave the door open for Matt Rule to come in and coach Penn State. It may be nothing, but it is kind of interesting to think about because the next two games for Penn State won't get much easier as they play Minnesota and if they have Ibrahim back they'll be a force to reckon with but then of course they have OSU as well. Now once they get past those two hurdles it is more of an easier road until the end of their season then. All right let's change gears here real quick because I am on a hot streak when it comes to game locks but go ahead and give me Wisconsin covering the negative seven and a half point spread on the road at Michigan State. Why? I have no idea. So here we go. Michigan at home, seven-point favorites against Penn State. This is a Michigan team that is getting better each week, not making huge strides, but progressively getting better, very similar to last year. And I think this defense is hungry, and they are going to create havoc for Clifford. And honestly, if things bounce their way, I could see turnovers, multiple turnovers happening, and forcing the Penn State offense to crumble if the defense is able to get through to Clifford and shake him up during the day and not let him have much time in the pocket. Now, what I hope, I hope the offense does is pass first, run second, because we saw the struggle last week against Indiana because teams are going to focus on stopping Quorum. They know J.J. is capable, but they know that Michigan focuses on the run more. Michigan needs To flip the script, they need to focus on the passing to then open things up for Quorum to gash the defense as he has for the past several weeks. So pass first, run second. I think things could open wide up. I hope to see the offense have great numbers for the receivers like they did last week, spread things out. Bell, Johnson, Anthony, all of them were having great plays. The tight ends were doing great. So just spread the ball out and you can pick that defense apart slowly and steadily. So if Michigan does it right, if they really do it right and focus on the passing game and are successful at it, they can put this Penn State defense on their heels. And if they do that, they got this. They have got this. I am feeling so confident for the Wolverines this weekend. Give me Michigan 38 Penn state 20. You know what? I don't even need to do an outro for this. I am pumped and ready to go. So go blue.